0: Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everyone is still doing well out there, thriving through your week, making the best out of what we do have. Remember, perspective and mindset are everything, and it's even more important right now. Um, So as we all know, we are still talking about all of the ranges of emotions that our entire country is experiencing right now, whether it's sadness, anger, denial, grief, loss, anxiety, fear, stress, so many emotions right now that everybody is is experiencing and dealing with. Um, the mental and emotional wellness of our country is being tested. I was actually reading an article uh, over the last two weeks, and it was titled, The next pandemic will be in mental health. The next pandemic will be in mental health. And that couldn't bring more true at a time like this. I really believe that we are at the beginning stages of the mental and emotional impacts of this crisis. Um, If you really begin to think about this right now, we are in the midst of the physical impacts of what's going on but I really believe that we have a massive mental health pandemic brewing in the shadows. And when the dust really begins to settle, And when there is a pause in the world, I really believe that's where we're going to see the effects of all the people's mental and emotional well-being really being tested here. And I really believe it's going to vary in certain degrees, whether people are on the front lines of this experiencing some secondary traumatic stress. uh, We have people who have lost their businesses, their jobs, our financial security. People have lost loved ones and family members. Um, People have lost events, whether it's graduations, birthdays, ceremonies. So there's such a big um, thing brewing underneath all of this. And I think it's really, really important uh, to bring in to talk about some of the mental health um, and the emotional health of our nation. And as a licensed mental health clinician myself, I really believe in bringing in the experts to the table. Uh, the Mental Fitness Matters show is designed to provide you guys with tips, strategies and solutions on how to improve your mental health. And today I am so honored to have an amazing expert in the field, um, Dr. Gigi Hamilton. She will be joining us via phone today because she's practicing social distancing, um, keeping herself safe. So she's going to be joining us from her home and we're going to be talking about ways to discuss And we're going to talk about ways to manage our emotions and deal with isolation and fear. I'm going to go ahead and introduce her. Dr. Hamilton is the founder of Personal Enrichment Counseling and Consulting. And it's located in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she and her team of licensed mental health clinicians provide therapy to adults, adolescents, children and groups. Dr. Hamilton is an author of several wellness books. She has spent her over 20 years of her career supporting individuals couples, healthcare professionals, professional athletes and executives reach their highest potential. Her bio can go on and on and on. I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to go ahead and introduce her. Dr. Hamilton, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for all that you're doing for so many people during this crisis. And thank you for taking a moment out of your busy schedule to be on my show. I'm just so honored to have you on. Good morning, Dr. Hamilton.
1: Hey, good morning. I'm actually honored to be here. And thank you so much for inviting me, Tracy. I appreciate
0: it. Absolutely. We are so, so excited to have you. If you would first just kind of give us just a just a brief snapshot of your company and yourself as well. Anything that you want the audience to know about you that I didn't mention?
1: Absolutely. So, uh, as Tracy mentioned, I I have a counseling and consulting company, Personal Enrichment Counseling and Consulting Services. We've um, been in business for about 13 years now here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, We specialize in all things relationships. And ultimately, that means including the relationship you have with yourself. So, people, uh, I always say that we're all seven-year-olds running around in grown-up clothes. (laughs) <laughs> right. Love it. And based on that, you know, we we turn 18 and we think, oh, we got out of that. But ultimately, <laughs> as life gets complicated, then our seven year old or unresolved issues start to creep up. And what we really specialize in is helping us really reconcile growing up the emotional wounds from childhood so that you can be your best adult self. We often say that uh, coming to personal enrichment, counseling, and consulting uh, services is the place that you actually get your superpowers.
0: I right love that.
1: You, yeah, you come in and you, put, you get to lay it all down in a safe place and allows you to walk out of the office or hang up the phone, since we're doing this virtually, and, and, you know, have your chest a little bit puffed out, right? Because you have a new competence because you're working on some issues that you really knew were just brewing inside, and now you get some resolution.
0: I love that. And I think that's even more important right now when you kind of talk about some of the things emotionally that could be underlying, not just from the moment. Right now, people are probably experiencing a lot of stress and emotions of all ranges. But think about some of the things that haven't been dealt with in the past and how they could really be coming up right now during this crisis. And so we are all aware that people are experiencing fear, isolation, feelings of being trapped or stuck at home with their family all day. What would you say, especially in your practice or just in your experience, what are some of the signs and symptoms? symptoms of stress um, during a crisis? What do people need to be looking for?
1: Oh, that's a good question, because the, the first thing I'd like to say before talking about the signs and symptoms is it's more so understanding what the emotions are, right? Yes. So what you end up seeing are the behaviors. So what you'll see is maybe you're a little bit more angry. Maybe you're a little bit more snappy. You know, maybe you don't want to get out of bed. Maybe you don't want to get dressed for the day. You know, there's that morning where you're just pulling your head under the covers and say, I don't want to play today. Right. Right. But we all have an emotional toolbox. And in that emotional toolbox, we have all these emotions. Because of what's going on with this virus, they're just kind of all disorganized. But it's so important for us to stop and take a moment to understand what the emotions are. Is it anxiety today? Is it depression? Is it sadness? Is it loneliness?
0: I it's think that's advantage. key because at that, yeah. as you're describing that, giving yourself a moment to just pause and check in because there is so many things that are popping up, whether it's you're normally used to kind of getting up, going to work and getting people ready and dressed. And that sense of routine for some and for many has just come to a halt. And so I, I love that being able to just stop and identify what is it? What am I experiencing right now? What is this feeling and recognizing that it's OK to feel it?
1: Absolutely, and and we don't give ourselves permission. We, we get upset, like, oh, I, I'm feeling so sad today, and I don't want to. Great. In this particular experience, this is something, I have a cousin that's 90 years old, April 17th. I'm so proud and to know that she's so viable, and wow. I asked her, have you ever seen anything like this? And she's been through several wars, depression, all these different things. She said, no, you know, this is a first. So we, we're all dealing with something that's unknown to us. We should have a myriad of emotions, right? It's not having them. It's how do we manage them? How do we understand them and how do we put them in perspective?
0: That's powerful. That's key. And we should, I love what you just said there. We should have some emotions. You should be feeling something from that. And so give yourself permission. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. If you need to repeat that to yourself every single day, it's okay to feel what I feel right now, where I am right now is okay. Giving yourself permission in that allows you to really begin to look at what's going on underneath it. But it it also allows you to get some room to do something about it, to make some adjustments and changes and getting yourself back to where you want to be mentally and emotionally. Um, Not only is this having some of the impact on, like you said, whether it's irritability, maybe you're feeling a little snappy or maybe you don't feel like getting up in the morning. um, There could be some physical signs popping up, too.
1: Absolutely. Now, let's talk about what some of the physical deficits will be. Um, some of them you are you won't be able to know, like high blood pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. High blood
1: pressure has a direct correlation to stress. So if you have a, access to a blood pressure cuff, take your blood pressure because that's going to be really important. That's one of those silent killers that we really have to be mindful of. But you have headaches, right? Uh, maybe your sinuses is increased. So what happens over a period of time is, when our stress, it's actually called an allostatic load. When our load of stress is overwhelming, and it is right now because of all that we have going on, your body will start to actually have physical problems. Uh, our cortisol increases, right? Yeah. And that causes us, it uh, slows down our metabolism. It causes problems in uh, our digestion. So we have to think about all of these different issues that happen, as and then our cognitive areas become foggy as it relates to having too much stress.
0: That's key. And I think especially if people are already in the midst of having just whether it's mild to moderate health concerns, you know, if you've already had some type of physical um, illnesses or mental health conditions, um, you may be a little bit more susceptible to the amount of stress that your body's taking on right now. I love what the words you just used, Dr. Hamilton, in terms of the overload. Um, If you're already overloaded and overworked and think about our people on the front line, they were already dealing with stress, right? (laughs) So stress is just a part of your normal day-to-day work Um, and, and people in any type of healthcare industry or just parenting in general, you're already kind of, your body's already used to a certain amount of stress. Now with something that's unknown, unfamiliar, you are in, everybody's at risk for a higher load of stress here. So knowing your own health, so taking your own health IQ. You know, what are those physical conditions that you may already have, those mental health concerns that you may already have, and recognizing that right now they could be 10 times um, more obvious because of some of the things that people are dealing with.
1: Yeah, and and you actually brought up a good point where you mentioned parents. So we're, we're talking about this from a perspective of adults, but what we cannot do is forget our children. Right. Right. Our children are busy, you know, doing schoolwork playing video game, minus playing video games. And what's happening is they seem like they're okay, but we must check in to assess what their emotional toolbox is looking like. Right? They often don't have the language to say how they're feeling.
0: That's so true. So
1: we really have to spend some time checking in on them too, because there's a lot of fear that actually is um, coinciding with this experience. And so if you're afraid as an adult, they feel your energy. But we need to make sure that we're checking in on the children as well.
0: Dr. Hamel, I want to I want to stop you right there. We're going to take a break, and I want to start back from our conversation after we take this break. I want to jump into that because I think that's important. Uh, parents right now have a lot of questions. They have a lot of concerns. They now have these kids that are in their home twenty four seven with no breaks. And kids, like you just said, they don't know exactly what to do with all this. They're used to being social. They're used to being active. They need that, and so we may be seeing a lot more behaviors kind of on the uptick from some of our youth. I want to go take a break right now. We're you. listening to the mental fitness matter show we're going to come back and continue this conversation with dr Gigi hamilton on how to manage our emotions and coping with isolation and fear we'll be right back Hey, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. And I have the amazing Dr. Gigi Hamilton on with me today. She is sharing her time and expertise with us, and we cannot be more grateful. Before we went on break, we were talking about some of the ways that stress can manifest, not only for adults, but I think what she was talking about before we just took a break was how it can manifest in children. And I think right now is a really good time to just provide a little bit of information, whether it's to parents or to, to uh, school officials, to teachers, that kids really do have a different way that they're going to handle and manage the stress. Because like for everybody else, this is an unknown territory. And when we think about brain development, you know, our brain develops from back to front, and we don't even really get our full capacity of our brain until about 25, 26. So really understanding this prefrontal cortex and the frontal lobe of the brain where we have access to impulse control, decision-making, emotional regulation, that is not fully developed for our youth. So they could really be having a hard time adjusting and navigating through this big change socially and emotionally. Dr. Hamilton, what kinds of things are you seeing in your practice in your clinic right now? Well, one of
1: the biggest things that um I'm working with with a lot of parents is making sure they're just having a conversation, a family meeting to have a conversation about this and and being okay with saying, we've never experienced anything like this before, but as a family, we're going to talk through this and walk through this, right? Um, The other thing with children is giving them permission to have a different, you know, a myriad of emotions and being able to check in. The other thing I want us to be mindful of, though, is check in on them with their social media. Mm. they're at home a lot more and they have a lot more time to be in that space. And you kind of need to know what's taking their energy and what they're putting in the brains at this point.
0: That's huge. That's key. I I didn't even think about that. As you just said, that is such a good point, checking in via their social media, because you're right. There's a lot of extra exerted energy. They were already probably on that platform. um, And some may not have been on that platform and now having to use that as their only means of uh, sociability and that outlet, um, and so and I loved also what you said before break modeling to the youth, because they are looking at us as adults, as parents. They're looking at us to reassure them that this is going to be OK. Um, and so how we show up into their lives into their space, into their worlds, being able to show up as a calm and confident presence, um, helping to reassure them that we're going to get through this together. We might not have all the answers, but being able to sit down and have an honest conversation to reassure them is huge.
1: Absolutely. It's not often that we get to say that we're vulnerable as well. We try to have this hierarchy or we're the parents and you're the children. But there's power in saying "This we're struggling, too, and Mm -hmm. we're we're in this with you. Right. And we're going to support you no matter what. But you need to know that we're all experiencing something
0: emotionally
1: to talk about. That gives so much power to the children and to the parents.
0: And what about for people who are really kind of um, maybe they have a, a, this thought around being open and having conversations and seeking support? How do they go about, you know, during this time where that's like everybody's kind of forced to talk or forced to acknowledge what's right in front of us? What would you say to people who may not be um, used to kind of having being in this vulnerable position?
1: A vulnerable position as it relates to being isolated,
0: being isolated, and, and really dealing with this magnitude of stress and fear.
1: Sure, and a lot of it, you know, depends on your personality, and yeah. and I say that in the sense of if you're an introvert, you're not just going to jump out there socially, like on social, you know, networks to just start creating all of these new networks of friends and resources, right? right? right. So we have to really consider that. But there are safe places and safe ways to, if you're an introvert, to begin to gradually find some safe networks that have similar interests that you have so that you won't feel so lonely and isolated. Um, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, I'm a veteran, right? So I I served in the United States Army. I was a therapist in the Army. And uh, when this first happened for me, this felt like 9-11 for me when I was in the military. And my first thought was, how do I fight? How do I fight to help people in this space? Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that we created with personal enrichment counseling and consulting was we're, we're doing a free zoom meeting like every other Saturday. We're calling it give an hour. And what we're doing is we just have a safe place for people to come and vent and just talk about their emotions. This is new and it's scary and people don't know what to do with it. So for the introverts out there, this is your safe place for the people that are extroverts and you're, you're talking to people, but you need a little bit more. We try to give you coping skills and the ability to just have a place to go. It. It's not therapy, it's support.
0: I love that.
1: So, so I love yeah, that. it's offered. Yeah, so I'll give you the Zoom information before we get off the call. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that it, it was something that it was our way of fighting back this thing. And, and just giving people a place, a safe place to come and actually talk about their emotions.
0: And thank you for that. Thank you not only for, for having this, but just all that you do in general, being able to support to so many people. And you just, like you acknowledge, you've been on the front line. You're still on the front line. So we can't thank you enough for what you're doing. And I think having access to that support tool. So that was Give an Hour. And it's a coping school, uh, coping skills platform where you can just go on. Is it for what time does it start? Is it every Saturday
1: it's every other Saturday, and uh, it's Saturday. going to be yeah, at three o'clock on Saturdays. So we'll keep the time the same. And let me just give you the Zoom number. Right yes, quick. please do. Um, the Zoom number is five seven eight nine four one four five three zero. And again, that's five seven eight nine four one four five three zero.
0: That's perfect. And I want my listeners to really take advantage of this. I think any ways that we can get support through coping, recognizing that your mental and emotional well-being is the most important thing. When you think about taking care, whether you are out there on the front lines every day, whether you're a parent, whether you're a student, whether you just a person in general, self-care is the number one thing that we have to look to right now. How are we supporting and taking care of ourselves so we can get out there and be an, uh, a benefit to the people that we serve? So thank you, Dr. Hamilton, for this.
1: Absolutely. And, and Tracy, there's one more thing I want to add. Yes. Uh, as you were talking about self-care, we as helping professionals, we've we we've had to amp up our own self-care.
0: Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> to,
1: to be able to continue to, to help and give to others in an effective manner. And one of the things I often get to my clients, and I absolutely love this app myself, there's an app out there called Happy Not Perfect.
0: Happy this Not app, Perfect.
1: Yeah, it is so amazing. It has a mindfulness component. As I talk about your understanding your emotional toolbox, it actually does a check-in on your emotions. So you get to look at a, feel, a list of feelings And really check what you're feeling. And based on what you're feeling, it gives you more uh, exercises to do. It gives you some calming exercises and games. It's great for children. It's great for adults. So it's one of my, look, and I'm not endorsed by them, but I tell you, I absolutely think they did a, a fantastic job at creating this app. It is a really good blend of wellness.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Happy, not perfect. Yeah, just making little notes, writing that down myself. That's perfect. Thank you for any other things. we got about three minutes, Dr. Hamilton. I want to also make sure people know how to reach you. So you are located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Your practice and your agency is providing uh, telehealth services as well. Um, anything. So what's the number there? How can they reach you?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Our, our phone number is 704-907-5575. And our website is www.personallyenriched.com. That's personally enriched with an E.D. at the
0: end dot com. That's perfect, guys. And so what we have been talking about today is ways to manage our emotions, coping with isolation and fear and all of the various things that can really pop up during this time. Self-care is the best care. Recognizing, number one, that it's okay to feel what you feel. It's okay to be where you are. Acknowledging that is the first step and really being able to take the next step and not being afraid to seek out and get support, whatever way that looks for you. I love how Dr. Hamilton mentioned that if you're an extrovert and you're not used to kind of putting yourself out there socially, there are several other platforms that you can kind of begin to link into to get support during this time. Do not walk through this alone because we are all in this together. She's offering a free Zoom given hour every other Saturday at 3 p.m. Why not? Right, It's a place to jump in, to join, to just get support. Other people are going through this with you, building a community. So I want to make sure you guys check that out. Um, she also mentioned an app, Happy Not Perfect, a nice little place where you can do some mindfulness check-ins for kids and adults. So do this as a family activity. Get together as a family. Put something on your calendar that's going to take care of yourself. Dr. Hamilton, we have about one more minute. I want to just thank you again. Is there anything else that you want to say to our listeners um, on the show today?
1: Yes, absolutely. The last thing I'd like to say is what we're doing is spending a lot of time future pacing, worried about when are we going to be able to get back to work? Am I going to have a job? Am I going to get sick? We're worried about so many things. And when we do that, we lose control. What we're doing is really focusing on what we don't have control over. Stay in the moment, spend the time on what you have control over, and your day will get through. You'll get through your day in a much healthier way.
0: You are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to get you back on here. Thank you for your time and your expertise (laughs) and all that you do. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to shine bright like the stars that you are. I hope you have an amazing week. We're thriving this week. Keep your mindset focused forward. We got this. We're in this together. Have a great week.